Hi everyone, this is podcast number 39 and this is my final podcast for this season which is season 1. I cannot believe I finished 39 podcasts. 39 is also the age that I am. I don't know why I'm like finishing the season in 39 just probably because I'm like all like uh sentimental about my age but uh yeah so today I was going to do something different uh for those who know me uh you already know a lot of this but um this weekend I have to speak at a conference and it's like a media conference so I was practicing my lines and uh, like i was just basically preparing and i thought this would be fun because a lot of my listeners don't know who i am um obviously because uh, you know i see the the listeners are from all over the world so yes just for you let me introduce myself a little more about myself and just a little bit about my life for people who know me already and know this uh like the history of me and who i am uh you can tune out i mean that's totally fine also i'm i'm all good all right so hello everyone my name is sangeeta angela kumar um my i'm uh, the daughter of a rajasthani man and a tamilian woman uh, both of them are extremely talented my dad composes songs and he's uh, he's composed like more than 300 gospel songs so one of them are famous songs like vandana karte hain which is still sung at churches um my mom used to be at the ywca she was the general secretary in bombay and then she moved on to jwt and she was with them till she retired she's amazing talented uh, i'm not even a shadow of talent compared to her but um uh it's it's been interesting being born in their family because they were a media oriented family uh, given that my dad used to be in radio and then he moved into uh directing movies and then documentaries so when i was a child i told my parents i wanted to be a doctor and my parents were like no 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 you can't do this then i was like okay i want to be a computer engineer and they were like no 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 Finally I said okay fine what are you going to pressurize me into getting into <laughs> and they said media so unlike all the engineers and doctors who have been forced to become go into their profession yes my family was more media oriented and um I was basically told that this is your line this is what you're best at so this is what you should do I studied in a boarding school called Woodstock it has come up in many of my podcasts um and uh, i was there for 13 years and it was a wonderful experience um uh, like yeah so i went there in first grade yes i was all alone of course i had my big brother till 6th grade but uh, generally my brother was like stay away hello uh, and i i finished my um 12th grade from woodstock and then after that uh, i moved on to i came to bombay and i attended xavier's college So in Xavier's of course my I wanted to do sociology because I I have a inclination towards population studies sociology anthropology however uh, my parents were like no no you're doing english literature from Xavier's college at that time I of course like a very good daughter obeyed but I had to I have to tell you that that decision actually has helped me for the rest of my life because today when people ask me uh you know where did you study and i tell them xavier's and i did english from there i i almost get the job because um it's a very reputed college it's a very reputed department it's a very reputed course so um 
I was a good daughter and it took me very far because I got exposed to fantastic things I had the best teachers and I do I will never regret taking English I would never regret obeying my parents and listening to what they had to say about where I want to be in life because I am the happiest uh, right now with where I ended up um, you know b- uh, working in when I was uh, in seventh grade I picked up my first film fair magazine with my pocket money it wasn't much like the pocket money wasn't much uh, film fair still costed quite a lot in those days but i remember going to cambridge and buying uh, film fair it was only available in the cambridge store at the masuri mall uh, road so i picked it up and i opened it and i was like wow i want to work here someday and um, yeah so from that moment i wanted to work finally i did get a job in film fair but how i got the job was crazy So a lot of people talk about networking and how important it is and I'm here to tell you that networking is really 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 important because I got my first job because I was networking. I mean the story goes my brother got a, his job in film fair much before me and I was of course very upset because I was like how can you get my dream job? I got scared that because he got a job there I would never get a job there. However, I was wrong because he got a job there. I was able to um meet the the employees of Film Fair over years while he was at working there. I remember I was just beginning to learn how to cook and bake and uh, burn things. <laughs> and um so I used to send my experiments uh, with my brother to the Film Fair office for them to eat. And so they would remember me as that. So of course it became a joke because uh, he would tell them oh my Sang- my sangeeta really wanted this job uh, you know because of that eventually when i graduated from xavier's um the editor of fair actually called me and said okay now you're graduated come at that time i was of course my priorities were different from what the seventh you know the seventh grader that was dreaming about going to film fair i had I had uh, wanted to become a air hostess because obviously I wanted to you know travel the world. Um so I remember Khalid calling me and saying come and join Phil Fair and I was like no Khalid I want to be a flight attendant. And I remember getting into Jet Airways. I mean just the interview process and um wanting to intern in USL studio which I did and learn the basics of editing which I did which were fantastic which till today have impacted me in my life. uh i i interned in usl studios U, usl was a part of utv so i i interned i i think for a month or two or maybe six i don't know how many months i interned maybe three months if i'm not mis- yeah i think three months because i was there for quite a bit uh just after my exams but immediately when i uh, got the jet airways uh, call call back uh, khalid asked me how much are you getting in jet airways and i said this is how much so he said okay fine i'll give you 1000 more than that just come and join film fair now when you're a 21 year old uh, 1000 rupees more than the salary that your dream salary is quite amazing and so yep i went to film fair i got a sa- i got a really good starting salary so it was fantastic and then i joined print media now of course everyone who has dreams of joining print media has this desire that they would go and meet um you know film stars and stuff but it wasn't like that um film fair was a very uh, different line they were all the senior journalists would interview senior people and the the newbies like me would interview the 
small small chikar palis that would come along i remember i think my first interview was rakesh bapat and himanshu malik who i'm still friends with and priyanshu after tumbin and i remember it was really funny because i had written like a 17 page article about them and uh, college like slashed everything and left it i think it became like a two page interview of all three people and i remember the the hilarious thing that happened after that where i just put my head down and i said i need to watch a movie so that that brings me to movies movies have been a very essential part of my life i never wanted to get into movies i never wanted to be an actor or a director or even an editor for that matter that was not in my scheme that was not in my desire uh, however um when i love consuming uh, content i love consuming movies whether it's hollywood or uh, indian cinema yes i said indian cinema amitabh bachchan uh, not bollywood um however um i've never really gone to international cinema but that aside now print was fun but it was mostly production in print so i was editing pages not editing but like my my editing is pretty bad but i was uh, making corrections on on um, you know the publisher the the indesign and um i would be mostly in office and even if i did an interview it would take about 3 months for the interview to finally come out i a 21 year old doesn't really have any patience when it came to editing articles and the hierarchy of passing it from this person to this person to this person and eventually going to layout then getting it and then a hundred corrections done with that and at that time of course filmfare was a monthly um, um magazine so there it there was more leisure i never sunk my teeth into filmfare as much as others um also because i you know i was left in the bottom rank collecting the you know the i mean i was always featured in the last few pages i never had a cover and so the magazine culture or the magazine world wasn't something that really um attracted me to continue so when i did get a job to move on to television it was very attractive of course i was always intrigued by television i wanted to be a vj at a certain point of my life so when uh, i was offered a job i in those days times were amazing like you would get jobs sitting on a boat like someone would see you and say hey you want to join so i was i happened to be shooting uh, spending the day with vivek obroy because i was doing a interview and a, a photo shoot with him uh, and that time manish dubey he's a very esteemed journalist he saw me and we were talking and i said oh i've heard archtak is going english and he said would you like to apply and i was like okay so the next day i was in the office and meeting shishir and milin then eventually milin then uday and all these people who are famous people now in in the different uh, you know spheres in life um and uh, that was how i began my print like my adventures in print print uh, sorry not print uh, uh adventures in television now television was crazy it was not like film fair you didn't sit around to do you know you didn't have these long lunches and you know it it, it was hard it was like you were doing three four stories a day you were not sleeping like i remember covering fashion week and we were just we were sleeping 3 hours a day or 4 hours a day it was just very uh, tough conditions you had to constantly look good constantly be awake constantly be alert and 
eventually i mean it was great i loved aaj tak in headlines today i really enjoyed being a part of that uh, scheme especially in bombay but the only thing is that it wasn't a very great lifestyle to be in because i would never go home there were days when three days or four days i would be stuck at office and of course i loved it because again young person you know like hot blood you're interested in learning and it was during that time where i i sat down and learned how to edit now the funny thing about editing is that the reason i learned how to edit was because so in headlines today they were a bit snobby so they would not take stories and they would say stuff like oh you don't know how to speak english to me okay i was like english literature xavier's college and they would like these delhiites would tell me that i couldn't speak english to save my life um so i remember my boss or my manager telling me you know what if if they don't like your work i think you should edit your own work so then i was like okay so i started editing my own work learned it uh, thanks uh, shubho and yadav ji and uh, learned how to edit myself i remember staying nights just pushing extra hours to learn how to edit beyond my regular hours if i had any time i wouldn't go home at nights we would just figure out like i remember crashing at harshita and priya's house constantly just going there to have a bath and then coming back to work um but that's when i started editing and automatically headlines today who was otherwise too lazy to put my uh, like edit my uh, stories was automatically putting my stories up because i i was giving them packaged stories everyone is lazy everyone wants everything easy and i made it easy for them that's when my journey as an editor started of course i had a i had a similar journey as a cameraman um i artstuck wanted me to anchor a show called raat ki baat uh, it was a take off of uh, ndtv show raat baki which was night out um but none of the cameramen wanted to do like obviously the night shift and the night shift cameraman was always doing these fire stories or these you know night brigade uh, like uh, like shootouts encounters political stories uh, you know murders those kind of stories so the night shift cameraman and the reporter were for that i was set apart <laughs> for um, party stories and a lot of cameramen especially in um, the news field saw covering parties as beneath them you know so i wouldn't i there would be many nights where i never had a cameraman and i didn't know the protocol i didn't know what i was supposed to do but i would just go with a pd150 and just set it up and shoot everything by myself and then do my own ptc and oh my goodness it was i i mean if youtube was there i would probably i think i got trained to do youtube videos at that time because i was doing everything by by myself um so raat ki raat ki baat finished uh like the show finished thank god and um yeah so we moved i moved on and then eventually uh i think ndtv offered me a job in arch uh, in um, in Del- like the new delhi television offered me a job and i said okay i was i i had decided that i didn't want to be in arshak anymore because we were always treated like arshak was the big the main thing and headlines today was the step sister so i wanted to also my experience i wanted to be in a channel where english was more important uh, i was really struggling with hindi so i moved on to ndtv and i joined them and ndtv had its own like uh, issues i remember my first shoot i shot ramgopal varma and i didn't really pay attention too much to the backdrop 
but I shot it and I came and he had broken the news and I think he had announced uh, you know um, that he was doing a remake of Shole and I was the only person who got that bite and for me it was a really proud moment but I remember um, I forgot his name The he was like an editor in Delhi he called and said this is not Archdak we don't show nude pictures to our audiences and I was like nude so I remember it was just basically a background of the like the the caves these um, these caves that are there I forgot the name of the caves but so there were women who were like loosely clad and they were traditional Indian Sanskriti centered uh, women from caves the Aurangabad caves I forgot the name of the caves but um, you know so I realized that basically they NDTV took things easy they never broke news they were very um, chilled when it came to um, uh, content and media and of course I was working more I was anchoring night out I was I, I like I never had any free time but in terms of hard news and uh, like Manish Dubey's like band band of uh, content is very different bandwidth of content and Anisha Beg or Sonal or Rohit or Rama's bandwidth was totally different like Rama would have more fun Rohit would have more fun uh, Anisha was more par- party, fashion, you know, lifestyle-centric, and Sonal, of course, had wanted films. So it was an interesting experience, but I wasn't there in NDT for, for too long. I was there for a year, and then I was like, I was out with media, and I remember uh, just taking off with my last uh, month's salary and just getting my bags and baggage and shipping myself off to um, uh, the Northeast. And of course, I I went to um, I went to Cal. I went to, no, I didn't go to Cal. I went to Assam. I went to Nagaland. I went to Arunachal. Uh, some with you know I knew some people there, so that that was nice. But sometimes I was all alone, and I was there where I picked up my uh, video camera. Like I had I think my mom's video camera or my video camera. I don't remember, but I just started shooting. I think it was my mom's video camera, and it was tapes. So I just started shooting my experiences and I thought, okay, let me put this. And YouTube had just started. And so I said, okay, let me just, someday I'll edit it because I had a friend in Discovery called Sudhir who I'd met randomly in an aircraft. And I had asked him, hey, if I want to put my content on Discovery, how would, how do I do that? So he said, whatever you do, put it on a beta and send it to us and I'll, I'll see what I can do. I never got to that phase of putting things on a beta tape and sending it to Discovery. I always thought about it, but I never did. But that began um, me understanding content myself and understanding that, okay, now with my famous Raat Ki Baat content or uh, camera work and my editing, I I could uh, produce things by myself. Then, of course, I came home and started. I started learning how to dance and uh, salsa and then i thought oh let me make a documentary on salsa and and voila the salsa documentary got made and it was really beautiful and i was also helping my parents with some documentaries they were doing so i started enjoying this but of course there was no money in it so eventually my mom was like okay now get a job uh, so i got a job i went back to film fair and did my second stint with them but by then my skills had increased so I became by then I had become a photographer I got a nice DSLR camera and uh, I came up with a concept saying let's do a nine to five where we follow film stars 
in you know during the day so jitesh were, by then was the editor and he was really um, very proactive when it came to uh, like you know eccentric ideas of mine so we i started a section called 9 to 5 and i got busy with that and interviews and you know fun stuff so the second stint in film fair was a lot more fun a um, lot more vibrant because uh, jitesh and the, the team were doing a lot more things then it became a uh, bi-monthly so then the stress also incre- increased however i think jitesh wanted me on board for the video part of film fair but that never picked up in the two and a half years i was there and i got tired i really did get tired and again the the mundane pace of you know pages and checking and waiting for your article to come out again that got to me and i felt like you know i need tv again but this time round i didn't want to anchor i just wanted to produce because i felt like there was something there like i i felt like i needed to do this so i i went uh, rahul kaval was the editor of headlines today by then and we had uh, i had met him many years ago and we had become friends and he had said why don't you come on board and anchor so i had told him no no i want to produce so he said okay fine we'll make you a producer but you also anchor so by then i was pretty old and i wasn't really in the mood of being like hi welcome to headlines today you know like you when you grow out of that phase However I went to Delhi and I ended up anchoring a lot more than I had wanted and um but then I also was producing and that was amazing like that experience was just fantastic and I loved uh, all the specials I did and the few joys that I got of course Delhi was very tough but the few joys that I got um in terms of content the christmas specials and new year specials um all those specials that i did uh, were just i i understood that i had um i had a like a gift in in terms of understanding um content and making it fun and eclectic and non-linear um yeah so n- now headlines also what had happened was again uh, there was a lot of um restriction when it comes to news channels you're you're restricted to their content or their level of thinking and i think what happened was i really wanted to do more in terms of production so i was in talks with a lot of production companies in gurgaon and eventually i joined cbn which was a christian production company which i was you know super excited about but i had a contract like a 6 month contract with them which i did and i worked and it was wonderful i was a senior producer with them and learned so much i realized that i didn't know anything about television because news is totally different and production is totally different and storyboarding and everything so once that got over i was again like where do i go and i thought okay maybe i'll volunteer in woodstock in between that stint i got um, subi samuel the photographer called me and said hey i have a Uh, I need a making of shot for my bikini calendar would you like to come so and shoot so I said okay cool and I went and I shot the uh, the bikini calendar and um, it was amazing like Suvi is a fantastic photographer and he of course made everybody walk and up up mountains and down mountains I I think I don't think I've worked so hard in terms of walking up and down in my life of course I was in Missouri so but still uh, walking in goa is just wrong uh, but it was an amazing experience so two days we were shooting non stop and shoot like d- doing the making of it it really assert like uh, convinced me that i was really meant to do um the i was i had a gift of 
composition i had a gift of uh shooting i had a gift to edit and music and so i wanted to do more of that after in during my voluntary stint in woodstock i uh was doing a lot of video work for them i i did a lot of work that went online i helped them with social media and that's the time when i became like a social media expert according to my job profile i was no expert but um that's the time i got exposed to how to use social media for marketing in a very significant way although technically i was doing that already like i had organ- in between one of the jobs i had organized a christian rock concert which was awesome so i had um already begun it was almost like my whole life uh the moments of my life were all lessons to kind of bring me into this place that i was in of course after the stint at woodstock um uh i met my husband well i had met him before but like my husband and i decided to get married and i had been offered a fantastic job at don bosco handling their media department which i was so excited about but because of course you know if you choose between work and love when you're um a person who's passionate like me i would always choose love so love won and i got married and after that i you know of course jobs started getting sparse and i i do not know why people don't really like employing married people or uh, mothers but i realized that schedule started you know coming in the way with my job uh, my jobs or the jobs that i was getting offered and of course with as a mother then it became i i really had to prioritize so i i think a little i of course the mother part came much later but at least for the first two months um i started doing my own stuff so i i worked on editing you know uh, projects um, there was a um, gravity i think was the production company that i worked with a lot and i i did avs for them and corporate videos and that was fat i had a lot of um, random here and there clients that would just come and say can you do this av 2 minute av 3 minute av so i was i started working on those kind of projects and then my uh, in bhopal i remember like wedding photography became big so a photographer called banti started hiring me to do his wedding work like editing and you know packaging and little bit i mean he was brilliant i was doing very little work for him but uh, i started getting more into um stuff like that of course then i set up my own studio and uh, thank you my parents who helped me um uh, and uh, slowly slowly developing ways and vendors and how to rent cameras where to get your machine um it and i began the story with my parents because it was really with the guidance and love and support of my parents that i was even able to figure out you know where do you get a machine for, can you rent a machine out um you know uh, what about uh, what about cameras where do you get mics all these things i really had a lot of help and guidance from my folks um eventually uh when i became a mom i was editing non stop i had just given birth i think i i think 5 days later i was editing two avs for uh, gravity of course it was not practical it's not wise to do all these things uh, you must take care of yourself in life but since then and now um all the lessons like i said i have learned from my print days to my um tv days whether it's how to storyboard or how to have a beginning middle end how to really edit your content in a way visually and uh, through text 
to make your content the most tight the most um, impactful is what i have learned in um, in my life uh, it is it, it is fantastic to have um, uh, had so many friends so many people who have given me opportunities and jobs and even now uh, a lot of opportunities and jobs do come from networking so i would always say it's really important to network but more than anything i think if i can learn anything from my life it has been that everything happens for a reason every moment of your life professionally can help you in the future with some other job so uh, pay attention to the lessons you learn in your jobs uh, even if you are in a bad job don't dismiss the lessons that you're learning because you never know today i am a photographer you know uh, today i'm an a video editor today i'm even a baker because i you know i have a side business of uh, like a cupcake uh you know home business all these things that i did in my life uh have really culminated to helping me earn my income today um the editing that i learned in headlines today because somebody criticized me and said we don't we don't think she can speak english the vo work that i do sometimes the the I mean whatever jobs I do the teaching jobs I mean I oh yeah I didn't talk about my teaching job so in between I did teach uh, at Wilson College and it was amazing it was probably the 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 moment my you know my career kind of shifted and I've had so many training and teaching gigs and uh, you know uh, experiences in life which have really taught me how to bring out the best of my personality and the ups and downs into being the best professional i can be and today when i look at my life currently i am i'm the happiest i've ever been in my professional life i i wake up in the morning and i do what i'm passionate about i do what i love and yes i'm not living the dream because i definitely don't earn enough money as i i would love to uh but even in the small i do understand the importance of loving what you do and being proud of um the content you create like even the podcasting i i no one is telling me what to podcast of course i don't have the greatest um feed of listeners coming my way but i believe in my content i believe in what i'm saying i believe in everything that i'm um uh like expressing in my art whether it's in my truffles or whether it's in my cupcakes or whether it's in my youtube content whether it's my reviews of movies or whether it's um podcasting about breast cancer or podcasting about uh, a show that i watched whatever i'm doing i'm doing with all my passion and all my love and when i look back at my life i will not feel like yaar why did i stick in that dumb job which i hated just because of the salary no i don't i don't get a great salary but it doesn't matter because i am true to myself so that is my story that gives you a little bit of idea of who i am thanks so much for listening to my 39th episode thanks so much for listening and being in this journey with me during season 1 i'm so um happy and uh, excited about this this medium that i've gotten into and um i hope to give you more and more amazing content that i believe in and uh, thank you for believing in me and listening to what i have to say um join me in this journey in season 2 and i will be back soon till then this is sangeeta angela kumar and you're listening to planet sang and this is episode number 39 the last episode of season 1 take care and keep smiling